Hey everyone, we're here with Lou and Anthony, the band leaders, I would say, of the newly world famous Warp Tour band. World famous, nice. Long Island based. Give it up for them. So, guys, we'll <laughs> hop right into it. At least Wontaw famous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, famous. World famous. <laughs> Let's say Long Island yeah. famous. <laughs> Long Island yeah. famous. Hello, world. Hello. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. buying it. <laughs> Anthony is the lead singer, I would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lou is the guitar player. You're throwing some vocals in vocals, there. Vocals, right? yeah. Hype man. Yeah. Get the hell up, everybody. Jump. You know, I tell the crowd, you know, kind of when to jump and stuff like that. So all that works. It's so very important. Yeah. Yeah, very, very important. important. So how did you hey. two guys meet? Oh, that's oh, a that's a, an actually a an story. interesting story. We, um, we met years ago uh, when he played in my original band. Uh, it's called The Still Life, which is obviously defunct now, but. Uh, we were looking for a lead singer, and this is 2014. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a while. We've known wow. each other a while. Um, what type of music was the original band? It was like a, it was very like similar like type of genre that we do right now. It's like on yeah. the terms of like pop and uh, emo, like punk rock music, like things that you would affiliate with like the Warped Tour genre. Yeah, okay. and, for sure. Uh, yeah, I've actually found him through um, a coworker of mine, which was actually really cool. I was I was kind of like trying to figure out if I wanted to start another band and he said he had a friend that was in a band and it was uh it was our bass player yeah. uh yeah John and um what do you call it they uh they came over and they interviewed me and I was in the band and we cut you know a couple of tracks together and an EP and we tried to go on the whole local yeah. Long how Island does a warp to a band interview go? Yeah. <laughs> Say again. How yeah. does an interview go to get into the warp to a band? Um, well, we <laughs> well, it wasn't warp to it. Was well, it wasn't warp to back original. then. It was yeah. still yeah. life. Yeah, this was the still original life. Yeah. Yeah. So we had all we had you know we were writing songs, trying to do the weekend tour thing and everything, okay. you know. And then from that band, we kind of started to delve into covers just to make money because with the original band, you don't make money. Right. Yeah. You know, you more you more play for exposure. Uh, you know, sell records and stuff. But when we weren't playing original music, we would do cover songs. And from that cover songs developed into a whole cover band. And that's when I got into the world of cover bands and the still life kind of ended, you know, 2016, we started the Blink-182 tribute. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, shit, we love playing Blink-182 live. We want to play more fun songs and open it up to a whole thing. And I was like, you know what? I got the perfect guy who can nail this email pop punk stuff. And we uh, called Anthony back up after, know two years of doing just blink we're like fuck it we yeah. want to do it we want to do everything awesome. yeah and yeah i had like a little bit of a hiatus where like i kind of i kind of went <laughs> off the grid yeah, yeah. yeah and like nobody could find me or anything <laughs> and uh i went through like one of those like epiphanies in life where i'm just like i got to get back out into the world and uh so i started like uh i made a facebook profile for the first time in forever <laughs> 2018 like 20, yeah 2018 <laughs> and i swear to god yeah Better like, late than never we yeah. just got him on instagram <laughs> and he just got the default picture up right so yeah pretty much Baby and, uh, <laughs> late, to, late to the party. It's all right. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I got I got in touch with Lou again through social media, and he was putting together uh, all the Blink One Eighty Two things. So I decided to like take a trip out and see them perform. Yeah, you came to a couple and, of shows. Yeah, and uh, uh, one of our close friends' bands, Dookie, that always works with us a lot, um, was performing as well. And then basically about like I don't know about like two weeks later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gave me like a. Small he was the first call and like the only call I knew because yeah. with emo music and emo pop punk especially the emo like taking back sunday like mm -hmm. uh the high the higher register songs yeah. you need a specific voice for yeah. it you can't just you know put any good singer up mm -hmm. there you need a specific tone yeah. you know taste and voice so and uh he was like the first call and probably the only call if we wouldn't get were if we were not able to get anthony i don't know if the warp tour band would not yeah, been able know. to take off well, thank you. I you're appreciate welcome. that. <laughs> Did you ever tell I him that? I was that good. Yeah. I shouldn't have told him that. Yeah. <laughs> but you're you're kind of irreplaceable yeah. when it comes to like that tonality of the voice where yeah. you need it for like the Adam Lazara's, like the yellow cards. Sure. You know, I'm gonna be a megalomaniac. Yeah, he's gonna be not gonna be able to get out the door with his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're gonna ask for a raise or something. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh, the first was your first show here. First show, was, I, we, you, I called you up and I was like, I have this idea. And you're like, booked. Yeah. You know, know, like before we didn't have the band, <laughs> we didn't have the band lineup yet. We had a logo and the name. You're like, oh, let's do it. Well, yeah. Lou hit me up and he was like, uh, you know, he's doing the Blink thing and that's cool. And, but there's other bands that have done it. You're like, I want to put together an right. all war tour. I was like, book it. I knew it was going to be good because it's something new. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's you know, you get into that age where yeah. people like that follow this music in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. um, either the band's not around anymore they don't tour mm -hmm. but you know they still like it that's what they grew up with and that yeah. crowd is 
get into their 30s and they want to go out but not you know yeah yeah you know have a good time spend some money and it's nostalgia yeah, yeah it's nostalgia good great nostalgia sounds, we yeah. always hear that it's like oh i'm reliving my yeah. my high school college years mm-hmm. you know hearing these songs it's kind of like emo night broken kind of same kind of vibe too but you guys are live actual like a band with a band yeah with the band with a band but like same kind of nostalgia and i remember the first night you guys played it was nuts it was nuts. like over a thousand people yeah. i couldn't believe yeah. that yeah like, when those curtains opened up i was just like oh my god this is a thing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I I just kind of joined the band like on a whim because I, I just wanted to get out there again. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to perform. I just wanted to be in a group where like I, I knew everybody. I could feel comfortable with everybody and just play music again. Mm-hmm. I was like on one of those hiatuses where I didn't get to do it for a while. And I was like, this is something that's missing and it's important in my life. And I have to I have to try again. Yeah. And just like you know shot out of a cannon like you know Luke contacted me and I was just like this seems viable um you know and let's see where this goes and then it just became like just one of those things where it was just like you know it's like a it was like a Hail Mary throw and I was just like wow this really is something that's viable and people are actually responding to rather like massively yeah, I was yeah, just positively. like I was taking totally off guard I just thought I was just gonna you know just go up there do my thing and everybody yeah. was gonna you know well, it it's funny like good time back to Anthony I, I wasn't working at night we just made fun of me that not I don't work nights so that's not shocking <laughs> <laughs> but uh our manager Rick Same was <laughs> in case anyone was wondering um <laughs> our manager was Rick was like where did Luke get that singer yeah and he was like uh he was saying he was like the you're like unassuming guy, you know, quiet, I guess, skinny. And he goes, and he got on stage and he just like ripped it the fuck up, yeah. like he was going <laughs> nuts. And he, you really are an unbelievable singer. And like that was what our manager said. He was like, you got to hear this kid from the Warped Tour yeah. band that Lou dug up. Like he, his energy <laughs> is a, out of control. You know, it was yeah, great, that's the so. most important thing. I mean, yeah. I'm replaceable. I play rhythm guitar, <laughs> you know, lead guitar. Yeah. You know, we have a bass player, Gary, who does outstanding harmonies like yeah. you know this music you know you don't want you wouldn't listen you wouldn't know it on the front you know on the on the outside but a lot of the brand new taking back sunday they have like crazy double harmonies and mm-hmm. you know having gary on bass doing those harmonies is like you can't replace that um and so yeah but anthony you know definitely one of the most irreplaceable p- people in this scene i think you know you definitely. can't put many even like i said you can't put a good singer in this role and have that energy have that you know, perfect pitch. Taking it all the way back, how did you both get into music? How did Ooh. you start singing? <laughs> when did you first pick up a guitar? Like? Um, well, I started playing guitar in high school because I wanted to be in Blink-182. <laughs> um, I actually started off on drums and said, you know, this isn't working because I can't write. I want to be in the front of everything. And Where are you from on Long Island? Uh, I'm from Lindenhurst. Nice. Uh, I grew up here in the South Shore. Uh, coming to Mulcahy's every Friday, Saturday <laughs> night when I was, you know, in nice. college. Uh, after 21, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I grew up lo- like loving Blink-182, Newfound Glory. So wanted to get into that. So at 10th grade, learned, taught myself guitar back when there was no YouTube using like Tabuture websites. <laughs> and, um, you know, all, all from there and write, you know, wrote my own song, started that band, The Still Life. And, you know, 15 years later, got into the cover music scene uh just because it was better paying. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a complete sellout on that end. So it's all right. Yeah. Uh, what about you, man? Oh, uh, it's pretty much the same story. Like, you know, I, I kind of, uh, I grew up around like the, the ever expanding, like popular punk, like mainstream scene, like, you know, a lot of bands like Green Day and stuff that I was growing up and getting influenced by. And a lot of my friends were starting, uh, like, you know, kind of like, uh, learn how to play instruments. Like they all like started playing bass, guitar, drums and things like that. And I couldn't do any of that. <laughs> um, uh, I was, I was a really terrible musician as far as like, just trying I to I saw work. you play guitar once. It's, you know. Yeah, how bad was <laughs> you, it? You know what yeah. the strings are. I, mean. <laughs> I may be able to get through like three chords and like half a song so um i you know uh, a lot of my friends started doing it i was writing a lot of like lyrics and different types of poetry and um i'd have and like, i'm sorry to cut you off that's you know. the other thing he's a incredible writer really incredible like you oh, know it's, it's one thing to write the right words on paper and have it make sense but when you're a songwriter writing words is a third of the battle the other half the battle two-thirds of the battle is the melody mm-hmm. and when we were writing songs with him we would play three four chords and he would just put these in- insanely catchy as catchy as hell melodies over those rhythm guitar parts and we wrote some like really catchy songs in my opinion so you know not only is he a great singer yeah. his writing capabilities as far as songwriting is just out of this world there you go so well, there you go. another uh, he's a jack another of all trades another yeah. compliment <laughs> yeah. i uh, well thank you 
Um, yeah. yeah, well, the idea of it, yeah, I just started writing lyrics every single day. I'd, I'd at least write, like, one song, and then uh, my friend Jeff, who is uh, currently starting a band, just approached me one day, and he's just like, hey, what are you writing? And I was like, I'm writing, like, lyrics to songs. And he was like, <laughs> you want me to read them? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yo, I'm putting a band together. Do you want to see if you want to, like, hop in and join? And I was like, well, I can't really do anything. And he's like, well, <laughs> can you sing but the you can lyrics sing. or the melody? And I'm like... Probably yeah, I'll try. And <laughs> Probably, that was yeah. that was my first band. Like uh, me, Jeff, and my friend Mikey Sean put together a band called uh, Hometown Losers, <laughs> and uh, we started <laughs> out. Sounds like a punk yeah. band. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we just started Motown. infiltrating like the local scene at that time, and we just made the connections because uh, there was a lot of vibrant stuff going on in my my town and 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 the exterior parts of the town and the community at the time. What town? Um, Medford and uh, Patchogue. Oh, Patchogue, Medford. I bet we probably crossed paths back in the day. We definitely you know, did before yeah. we even knew each other. Yeah, absolutely. Because we, we, we the same thing in the original music scene. You play with like any show you can get on right. doesn't matter where it is you know how many people are going to be there five people is great because <laughs> right. that's five more people that didn't haven't heard your band so at oh. some point i'm probably sure we played you know back at like sports plus maybe or definitely yeah i played huh. sports plus day, yeah it was yeah. awesome yeah, it was like <laughs> did you ever play here with your originals yeah. you uh, must have yeah i probably did probably on like a thursday night with yeah. that dude sal maybe yeah uh, who just band showcase or something? Yeah, band showcase. We we tried to get into the cover mix again, like we were kind of trying to go for like that cover band uh, division of our band. <laughs> uh, you know, just couldn't break in. Yeah, because we were like you know just covering the typical BS yeah. stuff. Yeah, we weren't we didn't have a niche, so I figured uh, it's best to come in with a niche. A lot of times, yeah. you know, like we did with Blink and Bro Country and Warped. Yeah. At one point, Lou was in like sixteen bands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a band for each day. Yeah. And it just got too much. So we, we dwindled it down right now. We're, we're doing three. We're doing yeah. the two covers, the two tributes, and then a, just a cookie cutter yeah. tribu- tri- uh, cover band. The uh, the balance between like originals and covers are it's like tricky, especially on Long Island because yeah. the covers do so well. Yeah. Like I know Del Judas has spoke about it, and Hell he just yeah. said like, you know, if you're doing originals, you got to like duke it out almost. Like every night you got to play somewhere yeah. and just it's more of a grind, I think. It's a, such a grind. Yeah. You know, we were like I said when we, at that point of the still life when we were doing originals and covers. It was like, you know, we had so much fun playing our own music because when you get on stage, play something you wrote and yeah. one or two people know it and more, more than likely they're your friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're singing along. It still makes you feel great yeah. as compared to later in the night or another song, you're playing like a Blink song and everybody's singing along. Yeah. It's a little bit of a different feeling. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was tough for me to stop original music. And I, I don't think I, I still record it. I still write it. I still jam out, you know, here and there. We play one like, comeback show just for just for shits and giggles yeah, you it, was great. it was great yeah, it was like, awesome nobody knew who we were yeah. and but that was the, that was the best part about it it was like it gave me that like kind of like freedom to like basically feel like you know this I, is mine I, this yeah. is mine yeah. i can do what i want with it and you know it's like and it's really me and you know i'm not uh i'm not trying to like uh embody something somebody else or somebody else's music not that was I tough for you to convince it. you yeah. man I, th- I remember in the beginning i was like you were like oh man i feel weird like you know, like playing shows, making a little bit of money off of like taking back Sundays yeah. back. But I was like, dude, this is you know, this is what what happens. I think yeah. I remember you like having like no, not a major issue, just like it's it's feel weird. It's yeah. a diff- It's a yeah, weird yeah. feeling yeah. at first. It's you a, know. it's a different feeling. Mm-hmm. It's it's like um, it's not that you're trying to be like I guess unauthentic. Right. Yeah. Um, you you just have this uh type of element that you're trying to uh, replicate a persona or an idea or an emotion or a response that you've watched another person have and you've mm. seen it happen and you enjoy it yeah. but then you have to be the person that does it and have other people feel like it's as appropriate as the other person yeah. and take the and credit for it and it, it, then it take credit idea. for it which yeah. is yeah. you know you kind of <laughs> feel like mm, you know like I, I, I mean certain certain elements in time where it's just like I, I felt a little differently about it now than I do back then yeah. but I you know I don't you're still like but at the same time you're still entertaining so yeah whatever you gotta kind of like you're not a, uh, a producer or like you're an, like a, a writing artist you're an entertainer you know whether that's with a guitar a voice drums whatever it is or you're on stage in any capacity you're an entertainer so yeah. you know whether it's same like as people acting acting on a movie, a movie script that somebody else wrote you're still an actor mm-hmm. so you know it took a while for me to get you know, I've been playing covers on acoustics and doing solo gigs yeah. for like seven years now and 
Uh, I'm totally used to it. Huh. Even with Blink, I mean, Blink, we have one persona to, you know, yeah. I, 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 well, it must be nice with Whoop, so it's a, yeah, you get a encapsulate a genre rather exactly. than it's more a, of a genre you know, thing. You're not going to look like anyone. You know, yeah, you know. we're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we come from that genre anyway. You can anyway. give it your own ownership yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm not like in a costume or anything. This is <laughs> how I dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We this don't is really where I come from. These were my people. There's no green room transformation. Well, with Blink and me and, you know, us guys in the Blink-182 tribute, you know, we, we kind of dress like them. That yeah. that was a little weird to begin with, you know. But then, you know, it's like you put it on a show, you know, yeah. like anything else. So. I think the main bands like it though. It's like you keep their music going. Like, how mad could they be about it, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. I know oh, yeah. Billy Joel is told form like, of flat, right? Right. yeah, big shot. He's sure. like, no, I love it. You keep my music alive, yeah. like in the bars and stuff, in the hey, clubs. Even uh, that producer that, uh, or he was uh, the guy who was uh, running uh, their tour line? from the starting yeah, yeah. line. He showed up at a show that we were playing in Long Beach. Yeah, and he, he was came like, down to the junction yeah. a couple years ago, and he sent. I think he sent like a video shot of us performing uh yeah, the best cool of me to the band yeah, and it's so they were yeah. appreciative yeah. of it yeah i mean i don't again like i don't, I don't think we're you know interrupting anything no. they're doing if no. we d- ever right. did start interrupting their claim to anything you know or it, or maybe if we weren't yeah. doing it justice but i yeah. think we do it and we we would know about it and you pay like <laughs> bmi and all those things right right Maybe yeah, keep the original band pop it in every now and then. Now that you got Warp Tour too, like a little more fame with them, maybe yeah, you know, yeah. use that a little bit. <laughs> it it it's, it's definitely a, like you said earlier, it's it's a grind yeah. compared to, you know. Well, uh, you know who played here in like a nobody night, like battle the bands, the War on Drugs, that band. Really? They played here. There was like nowhere. no one here. Right. Blah blah. Now they're playing like MSG. Yeah. I think they were playing. They booked like Red Rocks or something. R- the manager here was like, "Did you see?" Like that band, the War on Drugs, <laughs> just booked Red Rocks. They played here on like That's a crazy. showcase night. So you never know, you know w- especially with the internet today. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's what kind of like we were going old school at it. We were yeah. printing CDs, selling CDs, and like yeah. just as like lot, like Napster and just kind of faded off, and it was all kind of going to the internet. We yeah. were like, you know, we couldn't grab onto the internet thing. Yeah. Like these days, you know, the internet's huge. Yeah. You know, with YouTube and everything, simple as hell to get your music mm. onto like a TikTok or YouTube. Mm. You know. TikTok stars, Cooper Brown, Brown, man. I I had no idea who he was, and all of a sudden he's playing locays to you know a really huge crowd, and I I heard he's from TikTok. Yeah, he's the man. Four million followers. That's a lot of people. It's crazy. (laughs) Well, you had a perfect transition because my next question was, uh, (laughs) you guys do a great job with promotion, Instagram, Facebook, and everything. Who kind of handles that? I have nothing to do with <laughs> <that. laughs> Absolutely, 100% nothing. No, but you're a host of them. Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> all, he's, he, he's the face. I would say me and my uh, probably the other band leader, Steve, uh, we handle all the marketing and advertising. Yeah. And I come from a business management background, so we approach this band like businessmen. You know, yeah. we don't approach this band as party time. We don't, you know, we don't fuck around. Uh, so, uh, you know, we know that we have the branding or we have the branding, but it's all about getting that branding out. So... Every single show, we do a ton of mo- social media ads because mm. that's what's hot right now. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of printing ads because, you know, we know like Blink-182 or the, the Warp Tour Band logo, the All the Blink Things logo. Somebody sees that, yeah. it'll catch their eye and then, you know, hopefully it'll make them want to come yeah. to the show, check out our Instagram page and, you know, and then, you know, also it's just fun to have like, you know, people to like promote to, you yeah. know, using him as a, yeah. as the actor, just, you know, Hey, I think this would be funny. Just you're do good this at it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, it goes through his, uh, his girlfriend or his fiance, Jen, yeah. uh-huh. uh, which is his manager. Shout out to Jen, keeping yeah. this guy in line. <laughs> uh, but good. yeah, we always have an good idea. Good and like, Jen. Hey, Jen, make love Anthony Jen. do this, <laughs> say, have Anthony say this and I'll edit it and, you know, make yeah. it, make it w- make sense. So. But you're creative. You're not just like, here, we're here. I'm okay. Hey, we're right, here. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Like so you did the, Again, you got to stand out yeah. from the crowd with with four million people on Instagram, yeah. you know, fighting for that, like, you know, fighting for those yeah. likes. Yeah, got to stand out somehow. I yeah, I don't necessarily have a plan or a concept like beforehand to do something. I kind of just like wing it. I'd be like, what would I find entertaining, or what would I find funny as as like just something to like look at and just be like, look at this clown and he's huh. making fun <laughs> of himself. But also like, you know, it also gets the information across for like the promotional aspect of it. Yeah. But also in the element of like, we're not just repeating the information just yeah. so you guys know. And you know, it's just like, let's, it gives the atmosphere of like, this is supposed to be fun. And I want everybody to feel like they should have fun with this. And a, lot, a lot of thought is put into it on the back end. It looks, yeah. you know, his, his comes off as like off the cuff, which yeah. it definitely is. And it yeah. comes out really great. But a lot of thought is putting in, God, oh, would this be a good idea? Would this be funny? Would this be pushing the line too much? Yeah. <laughs> would this, would we get negative feedback for doing this? Sometimes. The guys were doing a uh, emo eats thing and you oh did such God, a good yeah. job <laughs> at it. Someone messaged me. It might've been, I don't know if it was you, but someone was like, 
Did Lou and them really start like a <laughs> food service, like with the band and I stuff? I mean, we were. This was during the pandemic, we were so fucking bored, man. We were doing nothing, and uh, we were just doing like homemade videos. And you know, I think I don't know where the idea. Ca- you know what the idea came from? The idea came from seeing the uh, uh, Uber Eats logo, and yeah. I'm like, what? We, we we were just making emo into every single logo. Yeah, so yeah. we would take the Mulcahy's logo and put emo something over mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, look at that. That's funny. Uh, but emo eats, we literally, you know, spoofed the logo and yeah. like, wait, this could kind of do something. You know, we did it once, yeah. uh, you know, it was fun. It was really cool. Maybe we'll do it again one it time. It worked, yeah. Maybe one night we'll do real food. Yeah, maybe, yeah. We'll, maybe we'll, like, partner up with, like, one place, like, Mulcahy's, yeah. and just deliver your food to people <laughs> that want to order it. <laughs> what would emo food be? I don't know. <laughs> well, we, we had, like, we, we, I mean, obviously nothing came of it, yeah. but we're like, man, that would be a cool food truck or idea yeah. or something like that. Or yeah. I was, I was Jen, thinking you know, his fiance is a yeah. really good cook, really good baker, so it's Amazing. <laughs> I, am, I am blessed. He and eats well. spoiled, yeah. I eat so good. <laughs> You're skinny for yeah. a guy. <laughs> I don't know where I put it. I have yeah. metabolism of... Of like a five-year-old Lucky. it's just like Lucky, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh yeah i don't eat healthy and i mean i'm trying to uh but uh it's yeah over. it's just like if i want to eat like like a whole like hoagie sandwich that's like about this big and this fat to myself <laughs> i'll just eat it and yeah i'll just be fine yeah. just walk you. around for a little while yeah mm-hmm. well you run around on stage you know a lot so yeah maybe that's yeah. where you burn I, mean, I get like twenty-three thousand steps on stage yeah. like a lot of times so yeah. that's good man it's good that's uh, good exercise i yeah. remember during the pandemic you were like it stinks like because obviously Couldn't the pandemic move, yeah. was no fun and it was like seated and acoustic show and Anthony was like, I got to get up. I got to get up on <laughs> yeah, stage. I can't, I can't sit you, here. Were you hanging upside down? You yeah. You hanging upside I, down. Yeah. The I knew that. I'm like, Anthony, you got to sit down, dude. That I couldn't move <laughs> yeah, off I had of box the stage. Them and, in, I, yeah. and I couldn't be close to anybody. So I was like, what can I do in this in confined <laughs> space to make it a little bit more entertaining to everybody else that's sitting down and can't move either? And so I was like, well, we're doing Taking Back Sunday as like the next track. And I, I've seen them countless times where Adam Lazar will literally just climb up to the top of the stage and sing like an entire song upside down so I'm like I'll use the stool and I'll hang upside down <laughs> on it as I'm performing the yeah. song and obviously if you were there it didn't really work out too well for me yeah. I fell over hope you guys are updated on your insurance payments yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw I, that though I yeah. think. And we were so focusing on getting yeah. people's masks on and yeah. the rest <laughs> of it, <I'm> sure. <laughs> you guys did a great job of that too by the way like the way yeah, you, you made it acoustic so yeah I mean that was you know it's definitely different it was the first show was kind of, you know, really cool, interesting how, when, you know, these emo, pop, punk, aggressive songs translated to acoustic, you know, towards the end there, we were just itching to get back yeah. and jump around, but it was cool. But it if anyone wants to book them for a house party or something, it did work acoustic wise. Yeah, yeah, we do. We, do, fun, we do house parties, acoustic, full band all the time. But yeah, the acoustic thing is really cool. Yeah. Just uh, It's actually funny. Uh, some bands were playing here and Ruby could attest to this and they were like, like, we don't want to play without drums. I don't know how. What are we supposed to do? I'm like, what do you want me to tell yeah. you? Yeah. And then I'm like, watch the Warp Tour band, right? I said that. I'm yeah. like, they pulled we, it off perfectly. We'll do anything you want. Just yeah. as we can play, we'll d- we would have played. We, I would have just said Anthony. Uh, if you know, do we could do all in acapella. We, yeah. We've done acapella. Well, you yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It translates from your social media and to your stage presence. Like you engage so much with, you know. With oh, your yeah. Guys, it's like fans. awesome. And I think that lent itself to it as well. Yeah. Keeping everyone under control. Yeah, we, you know, we, we, took, we, took, like we took requests, you know, for a few of those acoustic shows. Mm-hmm. It gave us a little more versatility, like, you know, doing different songs and, you know, maybe like some obscure songs too. So we took requests and everything. Yeah, we get back to everyone on social media. I don't know why businesses wouldn't get back to social media unless you're like, Ford, you know, like yeah, we're yeah. huge right. companies. Like we love engaging mm-hmm. with people and yeah. hearing their thoughts, negative or yeah. positively. Yeah. I'm not the social <laughs> media mogul, but I am one of. Those you just guys. got the default picture. We're yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> I I do engage with a lot of the fans like directly, like when they're actually at oh, the yeah. shows. He's the, and go I, meet and greet, shake hands. Yeah, and <laughs> I get to know a lot of people who are fans of this band, and they actually become like actually kind of close friends, especially if they continually come and I get to know their name. I'll hang out with them outside of the shows and stuff we'll we'll you know go tit for tat on like music and things like that because i know what it's like to be a fan because mm. i used to be one it was like that i was where most of these people are or were and so i am not one of those guys who wants to be uh, like pretentious or keep myself separated from them because these people are the reason why this is continuing so mm effectively and successfully so yeah, you I definitely have a lot of repeat fans yeah we have, we have, yeah. We have like a group of people that you know that we hang out with a lot and mm. know and just you know 
I have a I have a little small army. Like and <laughs> yeah. I'm just like I can't I can't tell them no. I'm not one of those guys. Like if it gets to a point where you know it get things like you know like certain things might get like you know like dangerous or like you know weird or for somebody. <laughs> like, like, uh, you never know. Maybe they bring yeah. by, they bring know, nunchucks long, to the show yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we have security guards. Yeah, as long <laughs> as you're like a normal human being and we conduct ourselves like properly and stuff, it's like I have no problem talking to people. Have you got I to the point it. of like fan names? Have you got like? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, no, you know, like Lady call, Gaga. We, 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 know, we know more people by their the Instagram <laughs> handles than their real names sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like when they have like the fan names, like Lady Gaga has little monsters. You've got. Beyonce, I don't know what we would call our group of fans. Torpies. Torpies. Yeah, I never heard that one. All right, cool. What the sorrow suckers? Maybe from like. Because I think you know you're right there if you haven't already. Yeah, I guess we got to name the group. I mean, I like torpies. I like torpies. Yeah, torpies. We're gonna start using that. Where my torpies at? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it's like it's like you know, it's like a mixture of like I I don't want to say groupies, I don't, I don't you know, but like groupies yeah. and and warp tour, it'd be True. like torpies. Right. It's torpies. like you know, I like it. Yeah, yeah. we're still on it next time. There you go. Yeah, yeah. heard here yeah. <laughs> first. Tag Ruby in that too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna give Mulcahy a pass because I'm just gonna assume. But what is uh your guys' favorite place to play or favorite gig? I mean, Mulcahy's is great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's our favorite. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's you know it truly is our favorite. Great sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys just updated everything, so that's awesome. Nice, nice big stage. What do you think is? Yeah, your, uh, besides Mokays, what do you think is your favorite? Besides ooh. Um, I would probably say if if I had to do like uh like a top five thing, it would be like definitely the second one that comes up is definitely 89 North. Yeah, yeah. yeah we like those guys. They're really cool people. Great uh, they people. They support original music too, mm-hmm. so that's important. Yeah. You know, nice people over there. It's right in my hometown too. They got a nice. Like they got a nice green room upstairs though, yeah. which I think you guys took away though. So, oh, you guys still you guys use this one, right? Yeah. We, okay. When it's available, you know, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. They got a nice green room yeah. upstairs. I'm just saying. All right, I gotta <laughs> check it out. Now I'm competitive. Now I can make a better one. <laughs> yeah, Eighty Nine North definitely probably might. I oh like yeah. the I like the boost cruises. Um, yeah, those are great. Um, yeah. Well, tell us about those. That was another people question. People are right on top of you. Yeah. You know, where there's no stage. There's like a corner of the boat where we play on top of the Moon Chaser. Uh, we're hoping to add a couple more, like another boat for next year, so we do one closer to the city, out of Freeport. But you know, those are just like we. It's like reminds me of the old school shows. Mm-hmm. Like you know, no stage, no pro sound. We bring everything. We just do it like DIY. Yeah. Do it yourself. Uh, and people are right on top of you, same level, spilling beer everywhere, and it really packs out up there. <laughs> so it feels, yeah. like, it feels like an old school show. So I like those shows. Where too. do you take it out of? What town? Capture. Uh, Moon Chase is out of Capture. We're trying to get one more for like the the uh, Freeport area. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Lou out of Freeport. I've yeah, done a couple I'm, of those. I, I couple, yeah, yeah, a couple of my friends do the DJ stuff up there, so we're trying to use that contact. Yeah. How many people can you have on those? The Moon Chaser, I think we have up to 200, and we get 200. Wow, like, to the that's tea. a big one, yeah. But And it always sells out. But And like I said, it's just like so many people are right there and mm-hmm. drinking heavily. Any yeah. crazy yeah. stories on that one? Uh, um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a couple actually. Um, I don't know if this is like, uh, what do you call it? There was some girl I can't remember. I think her name was uh, Katarina or Katriana or something. <laughs> and uh, I just like approached her um, because uh, she wasn't wearing a shirt. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I'm not kidding. And so I just like kind of approached her as like a thing. I'm just like, listen, if something happened where like beer spilled on your shirt, yeah. and she was in a bra, like you know, oh, she wasn't yeah, like fully, fully yeah. topless. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I was just like, and I'm just like, I can get you a shirt from like you know the backdrop over there. We yeah, have, we like, have shirts merch. available. <laughs> yeah. We have merch. It's like you don't have to pay. It's I'll great just, sales you know, opportunity. You know, so. I don't want anybody to approach you in the wrong way or anything. And she's like, no, it's okay. I'm from Brazil. And I'm like, oh, that's what. It is. I'm like, okay, that yeah. that works for me. And then you know, I just started talking to her for a brief moment, like from. 10, 20 minutes just BSing about music like uh-huh. uh, she was really into like the used covers so we started talking about like uh, different times we saw the used like uh, apparently she lives here in New York she was a uh, she was a private home health aide or a nurse or something oh, along nice. those yeah. lines and yeah so that was like a weird thing where I was just like okay now <laughs> now it's just like because like, you know you never know like what that's about you're just you know you just kind of go with it you know I could um, use a home house made uh, you yeah. know <laughs> homemade oh now there was that uh, the most recent one um, we had a, yeah we yeah. had a we had a blowout. So 200 people, like on the top deck, we were playing a Mayday Parade song, and like after the first verse, the st- I guess we blew a fuse, and oh, then wow. everything just shut off. We didn't know it at the time because we had our in ears, but mm. all of a sudden we like there's nothing on. We took our in ears off, and then 200 people strong just singing the. R- we finished the whole song. Oh, they finished the whole song a cappella, which was again, it's like that balance of like, all right, it's not our song, but still people are engaged enough yeah. to give a fuck. 
Uh, they finished the song a cappella, which is probably one of the coolest moments on the on the cruise. That yeah. is so yeah, yeah. So that's a good time. The cruises yeah. are a really good time. Yeah. I always sell out. Yeah. So it's, it's I used fun. to do one too, but and then it got to like through Mulcahy's? No, I would do it on my own. I would book Joss Sticks okay, and, it, and right a DJ yeah. and just do like a reggae cruise. It was great. Yeah. Awesome. A lot of pressure yeah. though when you do yeah. it by yourself. Yeah, it's a lot of things to handle. You yeah. know, they're, they're they're good over there to us and they handle a lot of the back end, so I want to come one time though, because it is a good idea. Yeah, it's open bar. You know, people drink excessively, and you know, it's three hours of just straight music from mm-hmm. the time you leave. To I don't even know yep. if the, the boat could not leave for all I know. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah. I know we do, but like, yeah, the boat just sails around. I don't mm-hmm. know where the fuck we are at halftime. All of a sudden, <laughs> we hit the dock and we're done. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a great cruise though. It's yeah, it's, it's really like yeah, it's not choppy for the most part. Yeah. Like we never have like anything like where it's just Fall like oh, <laughs> like the boat's gonna overturn <laughs> or sink or anything like that. Like we, you don't relatively. We play the Titanic theme to kick it yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. get people in the mood. <laughs> and hanging upside down. Oh, three three hours. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Yeah. So um, what are you guys uh what are some of the biggest struggles as a band you're finding now? Maybe specifically as a tribute. <sighs> struggles. I mean Can't all be struggles. Fun. I mean we we got five guys that are really busy. Yeah. You know, and no one's just a straight musician. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then input bringing in our sometimes we play with subs. I mean, we got six, seven people of calendars that we have to deal with. You know, you know more yeah, than yeah. anybody. I was gonna what are your day jobs, by the uh, way? <laughs> You're I'm a dietary aide in a nursing home. I actually just before nice. I came here, I traveled from my uh, my current occupation of St. James Healthcare and Rehabilitation Center, wow. and uh, yeah, it's just I wake up at six in the morning to uh, to basically uh, be a union employee there and uh, <laughs> take care of like almost like uh, I guess janitorial services for the kitchen, yeah. and yeah. I've been doing that for like. Oh wow, fifteen years. We would play shows, and you know, here not, we don't go late here anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know, back in the day, we yeah. do the two band schedule. We would get out of here sometime at two, three in the morning, and he would go home, shower, and go right to work. So yeah, uh, you know, a lot of times he works Saturdays, so it's tough. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow, do yeah, they the know your uh, the way my schedule works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people <laughs> know about it, but yeah, like uh, not that I'm like trying to play like a Bruce Wayne Batman thing or anything. <laughs> I just try to keep like my my. <laughs> My just send him this podcast now. <laughs> he showed he like showed up today in his scrub. So yeah, like know, my business life totally separate. He goes from totally scrubs separate. to uh, like Ramones t-shirts and yeah. you know, blink of an eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you get to learn how to like work within the confines of very very small bathrooms mm-hmm. to in order to change very quickly and effectively. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That is funny though. Like you see people at work, you never know yeah. like what they do on the weekend or they're lead singers or something. Exactly. It is like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's it. You're you're leading basically a double lifestyle, <laughs> like almost every day. And uh, you know, there's there's certain things that you're just like, this is kind of cool. But it, yeah, you, you you pay the toll, especially as you get older. It can be extremely <laughs> exhausting. It's like yeah. you know, uh, they're they're times where it's like, oh my god, thank God I have off Monday. I'm sleeping the entire yeah. day. Yeah. And you do that. All right, so keep that in mind earlier shows. I was thinking that anyway. <laughs> it's yeah. actually not cool. Two I mean, bands, it's not yeah. too bad. For me, I don't really care. Yeah. Man, so. What do you do, Lou? I know, but. I'm a, I am own a couple of businesses, a uh, finance business. Uh, I own Fast Signs of Wontar down the road. Give and, us uh, a plug here. Yeah, Fast, Fast Signs, signs of Wontar. More than signs, more than fast or whatever. <laughs> 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 but you were doing like the birthday signs, yeah, right, for drive-bys. Yeah, we that wave during the COVID. So, yeah, that's just you know, my, more of a side hustle now. My, yeah. main, my main gig is a, a finance business, so we do business financing. But that's the same thing. I mean, I, I mean, I work in finance with guys that are, you know, we're doing business loans, you know, talk about millions of dollars. And, you know, I don't wear a suit per se, but I go from that environment where it's all numbers, black and white to, you know, ripping power cords and solos <laughs> on stage and, you know, around Long Island. So people don't really know like you know, when they deal with me, like it's funny, they'll deal with me like in that world, the finance world, and we'll connect on LinkedIn or something like that mm-hmm. or Facebook. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you, you play in a Blink-182 tribute band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're handling my loan? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I would cool. like that, though. I yeah, I'd pe- be into that. I mean, I, I don't really care. I, I yeah. don't, you know, that's what I do. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm successful at it. I'm successful at, you know, at the finance business. So, you know, they're going to they're hold prejudice to me for that. I don't yeah, more power too. Yeah, and a solo musician too. So I'm, I probably, I, I do the bands, but and then another half of it, I do solo, solo stuff too. Yeah. So I keep busy. And you were in, you know, eight to ten bands here. Eight so to ten you're bands, yeah, busy. yeah. Bands and, and acoustics. So I think someone like was like, "Is that business. guy in that band and that one too?" Some people like, even thought the first I, person some noticed. People, some people actually thought I worked here for a little. No, bit. No, it makes sense. I was yeah. here. We were here handing out flyers. We were here for Blink. <laughs> we were here for Warped. I was here for the Bro Country. Yeah. And people just assumed like you work from OKs, right? I'm like, no. I'm just, you know, I feel like I, you know, I've been there a lot. That was yeah. like 2018. I was here for three bands that year. 
doing the plug, you know, I would plug during Zach Brown Jr. Yeah. band for Bro Country. We would plug during other stuff for mm-hmm. uh, for Warped and Blink. So I like it. Yeah, yeah. I think you asked actually actually asked me to work here. So it's I think I did once. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's fair that I'm on employees only. Yeah. Now you're on the <laughs> podcast. It's come <laughs> full circle. Another thing. What is your most desired venue to play or city? Desired. Ugh. City. You um, can have different answers too, obviously. Yeah. I mean, outside I d- of here, yeah. like to me personally, uh, it's always been like a very personal thing of mine to want to be able to play the Paramount. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of bands yeah. that <laughs> I, I knew and I loved all came. Tim rolls his eyes a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Direct, I know that already. Direct yeah, competition. He said, yeah. he said, I'm we're sorry. Al- I didn't mean. He, yeah. said no, we're, he said we're allowing one pass to the Paramount, all right. which is again, I don't think, you know, Paramount's huge so yeah, yeah. i mean once once in a blue moon probably would be okay for us and we're working on and it it's in huntington it's like it's yeah it's 10 miles bit. away in my uh, mind it's whatever it yeah is. It's it's two separate different. markets so sorry carry on anthony <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no nah, but um it's just I've, I've seen a lot of different types of shows and stuff there and i just like uh a lot of a lot of bands that i grew up listening to and mm-hmm. i just like like that uh, stage yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. just like i always wanted to like it's like one of those things like it's like playing cbgb's like mm-hmm. i had a friend that i went to high school with and his name was joe demoncelli and he he played in a band called uh skull face and legs up and both bands ended up playing cbgb's and the one and we used to work together yeah. and we actually went to high school together and he was like the one thing that i have over everybody is like and especially you is like i played cbgb's and nobody's ever gonna play that again and i'm like mm. yeah. and i'm like <laughs> And it's true. It's like, you know, yeah. I went to shows at, at that club, but I never got a band like far enough to like go and let, let's let play yeah. CBs. And I was like, all right, so I don't have that. And I'm <laughs> like, Paramount's like one of those things where it's just like, I, I feel like I need to try to just before like, you before know, yeah, yeah. Like before you die. Yeah. Before I die. <laughs> <laughs> we got it's some time. Like, yeah. what's, uh, what's the furthest you guys have played? Like, have you played off Long Island? I mean, Do you th- get requests? That's actually, yeah, that's actually, you know, kind of was going to be my answer. Mm. I mean, I know Tim is trying to help us out, you know, getting this band outside of Long Island. We have, we've played in Warp, we've played in Westchester. We've played, we played Blink with the Blink band in Jersey. We played the Blink band in Massachusetts. Um, it's a big, undertaking for this band so getting us in the right venue with the right people has been a little bit of a challenge um but that was my answer i mean i want to actually take as much as we love playing our you know our customary venues here on long island and making our rounds throughout the year uh playing out beyond new york and new york city uh is definitely a goal so you know playing down jersey shore i think this band would absolutely crush it down there during the summer uh, up, up in you know Rhode Island, Massachusetts, uh, Pennsylvania. We we have off. We had had things scheduled uh, like casinos upstate uh, got canceled due to COVID. But uh, yeah, I just really want to try to take this band. It's tough because we all have we have jobs, so we really can't put together a tour per se. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like I know a lot of the other tributes do. They go on like you know three four week runs. It makes it a little bit more logistically possible to do. Yeah, different venues in different states, so it's tough with this band. You know, all the guys have full time adult jobs, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so yeah. it makes that a little tough. You know, but we're working on it, and I would love to have this band play out. You know, Jersey, PA. You know, yeah. you definitely will. Down too. south, south limit, a little man. bit. Yeah, you know, the war- yeah. Think, yeah. About, think yeah, about the warp. Yeah. The, think about the warp tour. Like when it was running, it was a countrywide tour, and right, it was exactly. absolutely huge. So I know, you know, you look at emo emo night Brooklyn, what they're doing. You know, with, with their setup. They're crushing it across the globe. Uh, so I've looked into so many things as far as, like, you know, trying to get this band. It's just logistically pos- like it, tough to play somewhere else without having to take off work, having, you know, right. stuff like that. So we're we'll working on there, it, yeah. and hopefully in the coming years we'll, uh, we'll yeah. do something. I send you an agent. I'll send you another one. They'll, they'll get there. Yeah, you t- t- yeah, you've been absolutely help- helpful as hell. With I'm this all stuff. about it. I'm just waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I just kind of, yeah, I, I don't handle any of the stuff uh, direction-wise of, like, where anything's going. I just, like, I'm one of those guys that just kind of show, show up, up and, and <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah. we should make sure he has his itinerary for the night here. Yeah. Be here <laughs> at this time or the go. You might have to take off work one time. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, no, we're, yeah, we're fine. Go, it's just like, you know, people morning. take off weeks at a time. Like, our drummer, yeah. he's in construction. So, uh, you know, he tours with original bands. He t- yeah. he, he had a tour set up with uh, Oso Oso this past summer. Um, and he's going on tour again in November. He can t- he has an arrangement where he can take off. And even I can. It's yeah. just a couple of the other guys have, like, their salary jobs, man. Like, they yeah. can't leave that, like, you know, corporate nice. salary job. You you too. I mean, I don't know. How's it, how, how would your boss say, hey, I'll be back uh, next month. Will my job be here? Yeah. Uh, probably, not, <laughs> probably not. You know, it's funny. Yeah. You know, too, as the Warp Tour gets older, 
I think you guys will get more popular. I think I don't even think we hit our stride yet. You know, like I said, you know, we have. I mean, Steve, my partner Steve is like, he's ready to retire already. He's like, oh, I think this band's got 20, 30 more years. He's like, what? But that's like, you know, almost Queen is because Freddie Mercury's dead. Like, I hate to say it, but all the bands that are dead Mm -hmm. or way older do better. Or not doing anything like, you know, that touring anymore. Exactly. A lot of the bands we cover still, you can catch like a day to remember on tour. Or it finds a new generation. Yeah. Yeah, That's the cycle as well. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, you catch Blink on tour, but it's not Blink. Like it, like it used to be. So yeah. I think we uh, we encapsulate the Blink mantra from the early years rather than what they are now. Yeah, yeah you'll get bigger yeah. as time Not goes only on. That, it's just like I just don't. I I never looked at like any of the music that I was looking at like or like that I enjoy as like almost like nostalgic. It's almost mm-hmm. like the the last twenty years like that it was like popular and even before that it's like it's almost like it's still there it's like you know it's like it's like can you believe like 2001 was 20 years ago because yeah. like 1981 <laughs> was also 20 years ago it's like yeah, <laughs> 1981 <laughs> is definitely 20 years ago yeah. so yeah. Tw- it's 19. Like, so it's not that i never like grew up or I, it's just like i feel like the music's still relevant and popular enough that it kind of transcends that that gap of time where i i don't feel like it's not necessarily like like almost like past its prime to the point mm-hmm. even though like the warp tour isn't really functioning anymore but the idea of it is the 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 music's still strong and it's still very powerful and i think that's why we get to encapsulate it so well as we do yeah. like i i don't think uh, it's it's not it's less of a tribute and it's more like it's almost like um it's like a homage yeah at least yeah. to me right like yeah. not to get all like you know drama yeah, yeah. <laughs> about it but it's spiritual yeah. yeah it's like i i don't feel like i'm like it's timeless you're not like parodying a no an it's like yeah. i'm i'm trying to embody it for people who were there and remember it and love it and yeah. still feel it's awesome and then for people that might not have experienced it i want to authenticate it to the level of this is what it was like. Yeah, exactly. And this is what it felt to be. A lot there. of a lot of people that come. I mean, we a lot of people that are like you know 22, 23 years old. When the Warp Tour is around, I mean, they might might have caught the most recent Warp yeah. Tours, but like the classic Warp Tours of like 05, 04, when when Taking Back Sunday was on, was playing back when Blink played it. Yeah. Uh, it it I, I my feeling it wasn't the same when it got like you know the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So that feeling of just going absolutely. Freaking crazy, like on stage, off stage, and just you know having the time of your life singing, uh, and us having so much fun too at the same time makes mm. it you know a really cool cool experience. Yeah. And the live band element doesn't hurt at all. I mean, DJs and all that great stuff is great. I think the live band just a little no, bit definitely. more energy that 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 uh, that energy that comes from live music. So definitely. So we have a question we ask everyone. Rove, you want to take it away? We do. So this was a uh, well. Yeah, it's been a tradition in the podcast. So we ask everyone, you've got, we'll call it Lou Fest, Amp Fest, separate, separate dates. You get to pick a headliner, a support act, and then you've got a VIP table with three guests. People? Yes. Or music, yeah. Musicians? So you've got... Dead again, or alive, it could be Jesus, alive. Abe Lincoln, anything <laughs> at your VIP <laughs> table. But yeah. And this, is, this is a great question for you. You, you have a lot of... Uh, and a con and a concert, unlimited budget, dead or alive, oh, headliner damn. and opening act. Wow, might have to it's going to be at most. Might have to <laughs> yeah, might have to edit add out some silence maybe, for me. But maybe Ampfest can be at the Paramount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mine would definitely be at Mulcahy's for sure. Thanks, Lou. <laughs> damn. Like I said, you might have to edit out some silence here for. That's all right. Yeah. So take headliner, time. and this is just people. All yeah. right. Cool. Like do 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 do. <laughs> it's the last question too, so take All your right, time cool. too. It's funny. I, I mean, I I think this is a better question for you. I mean, you can take right, it over. I don't. So re- I don't know. I don't know if I have like a starstruck person. I would be like, or like. Yeah. I guess that's shitty, shitty thing and to say. Like, I don't have an idol, right? Mm-hmm. Is that bad? Yeah. <laughs> and in all honesty, yeah. Like, if I had to sit down with anybody, um, even though he wasn't a very reputable person to mm-hmm. be hanging out with at the time and uh, he kind of goes into that like old school like punk rock legend I would really really like to just meet very briefly uh, Darby Crash from the Germs um, I, I'm not I mean I became a fan way after like everything and they were all done and finished and mm-hmm. most people uh, unless they really really get enveloped in like the 80s or like the the late 70s punk scene relatively don't know where they fit in or who they are but um they released a like a docudrama 
um, called What We Do Is Secret. And I found it and I watched it and it was about like a punk rock band and it was The Germs. And I fell in love with them after that. Hmm. And just uh, the portrayal of who Darby Crash was in the film made me want to like go back to like actual footage of him and interviews that he did and stuff and figure out who this person was. And um, if there was anybody I want to talk to, unfortunately he passed away in I think 1980. Um, I would like to bring him back and actually talk to him. Okay. I think he would just be an interesting person to talk to. Cool. And are they also headlining? Are the gems headlining the show? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Um, yeah, they actually played the Warp Tour. Um, the kid who actually played Darby Crash in the film actually filled in as Darby for the well, rest yeah, of the was, oh yeah. was, was that one of the late it was one of So the what you ones, could yeah. do, you could have the original and the actor uh, bring them together yeah, and kind of yeah, make and tricks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, the one guy, uh, Pat Schmier, who's also uh, one of the uh, guitar players for the Foo Fighters. He's not in every song, but, yeah. he, he, but he plays with them a lot. He was actually in that band. That was his very first band. Oh, wow. oh. And that's kind of how he fell into the whole um, Nirvana scene because uh, Kurt Cobain was a very very big fan of the germs and he incorporated him into like doing the whole uh, unplugged acoustic with them uh, okay. because he was such a big fan of his music and his band and I was just like oh that's so cool now I have that little little connection right there um, who else would I like to really talk to uh, Jim Morrison definitely mm -hmm. I mean uh I don't know if you could tell by the hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always had a fascination with the doors. Uh, my mother, uh, like when I was growing up, before I got into like my own element of getting into punk rock music and uh, like just like, you know, your own scene. Um, you know, I grew up on like classic rock stuff. So the doors were like super, super relevant. And I just, I, I, I almost like have like a man crush on Jim <laughs> and he also has like one of the coolest things I think anybody's ever said because he was that guy he was the quintessential bad boy like he got thrown off of the Ed Sullivan show and one of the producers came up to him and he was like you're never gonna play the Ed Sullivan show ever again you just ruined your career and he was just like that's okay man we just did the Ed Sullivan show <laughs> and he just walked away and I was like that's the coolest thing anybody's ever yeah. done in the world I'm like he just didn't care and I just totally really like that and I responded to it, it as just that fearlessness of him so I think he would have like something really cool to like uh, you know like talk to you about with me mm -hmm. um, you got one more or uh, <laughs> um, the lead singer of the Bouncing Souls um, they played here were you here for that yeah I was um, what do you call it I think his name is Greg if I'm not mistaken mm -hmm. I just think he would just be uh, like a really just cool down to earth dude talk to yeah. i watched all their documentaries about how they were up and coming when they were up just some kids from jersey and i just i love their music i yeah, just they think great. they're just like one of those bands that they just have it like yeah. they you don't know what it is you can't describe it you can't define it but they just have this it like once you start listening to their music it's just like you just feel this presence and this like just fulfillment and just they have like one of the best um, communities that I've ever seen. Sure. Like that was an amazing night. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was bartender. Never had. How long ago? What was you're that? describing how long is ago? exactly Two, how it was. Maybe 2018ish. Yeah. 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 You went? I went. Yeah. I guess I could have sat you down and with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I, was just lost. It, I was just lost in the crowd you yeah. know me I'm just like you know <laughs> I, I never I never pull strings with anybody yeah. I just like me you know, neither yeah me I just either. like oh. to I just like to be a part of everything mm -hmm. I you know I'm not I don't go running around thinking <laughs> who I am or anything it's just like if I get the the experience <laughs> awesome yeah, other yeah. than that it's like if I don't have it it's cool yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it so I don't buy I buy my tickets to come see people <laughs> yeah I know you know, listen Lou's crazy and he basically works here just gonna here start and he's <laughs> <you>. <laughs> listen I support support the brand man support the brand yeah, here well drinks then ah shit so me, right, now you had a lot of time Lou me all right well this is gonna be absolutely so fucking cliche but it's they're probably the most three important people that I probably would never get the chance to meet, but if I had the magic wand to bring them to Mulcahy's for a sit-down, it would have to be with Blink-182. Yeah. Uh, music has absolutely changed my life, like, for the better over the past 20 years. Uh, shit, 20 years. Um, so the way it has an impact, and it's all for all because of them, because I actually liked rap in, like, eighth grade, and I was, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the white kid trying to put, you know, be a rapper. Mm -hmm. uh, someone in introduced me to... Blink 182 and around the same time it was like the offspring and like Midtown but I just soaked up Blink 182 like to the core and I 
and as they're not like the most respected musicians, like they're not the best at what they do. Maybe Travis Barker. They're but a like, big time. Yeah. They're just a great time. They are who they are on stage is who they are back at home. Um, they personify the doing what you love kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think that's hugely important. And not only with music, just all aspects of my life. I've taken that, you know, that inspiration that they just went for it and fucking did it and succeeded at it to every aspect of my life. So, I mean, as cliche as it is, I play in a Blink-182 tribute band. I'd like to sit down with all three of them, Tom DeLong, Mark Hoffis, and Travis Walker, the original Blink-182. Uh, and they would also, of course, be headlining the show Love that. Uh, here at Mulcahy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> Don't forget Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... And, uh, so. and Whoop could be the you know the support act. Yeah, well. you yeah. Well, we can we, can we can for sure open for them for sure. There you go. But I mean, I know <laughs> that's cliche as hell. I you know, but that's I think, not cliche. Uh, but that's I think I probably probably looking back when I was ninth grade, you know, six, 15, 16, probably wouldn't have gotten into music if it wasn't for them. And cool. who knows what I'd be doing on this day. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's not only helped me like psychologically in life. It's just it's been a tremendous music has just been tremendous to me. So good. Yeah, that Blink One Eight Two. When you listen to Employees Only podcast, reach out to Lou. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Shoot him a DM, yeah, please. All right, so uh, we're wrapping up, but we just want to say the the guys are here. Is it Friday or Saturday? September September 17th. September the 17th. (laughs) 17th. It's going to be a good show. Weather's getting shitty outside. Come on inside. Exactly. (laughs) We probably should have bought this. We might have hoodies by then. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're, we're working up our merch (laughs) game soon. Where do they find you guys online? Warp Tour? Uh, At the Warp Tour Band on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, All of our shows are listed on all of that shit. Uh, Merch is up there too. Uh, Yeah. So we're here the 17th of September. I'm okay. It's 10 p.m. Sharp. We're not starting late anymore. It's 10 p.m. 10 yeah. p.m. We've yeah. been good about that lately. Oh yeah, everyone I, out I, there. And it's great. It's mu- much appreciated. The, the feedback we've gotten, it, we've gotten on that is tremendous. Good. Yeah. No more starting after midnight and playing till three, which no, is no. was always fine with. It's cool with me, but you know, Anthony here sometimes. I don't mind. Sometimes no, it's really bad. Work. But it's like worth now it. with it's the pandemic, people are used to going home earlier. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Two a.m. is like six a.m. now. I know. It's I know. like I haven't been up at two a.m. and you know. I mean, it, it hurts, but I don't mind it at all. It's we'll like do it, whatever yeah. you want. No, I like I do. like nine or ten. It, it yeah, trust the staff likes it too. And they it's don't. 10 like, p- yeah, exactly. They hate work. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby's asleep behind the bar. 10 p.m. sharp, September 17th. Okay. Hey, they're torpies. Torpies. We'll see you at torpies at ten. <laughs> Damn, we, we're gonna definitely use that, and yeah, we'll, we'll let you. We'll, we'll give you the credit on that. Like torpies <laughs> t-shirts, limitless. Yeah, t-shirts. Oh, t-shirts, man. We got t-shirts coming out the wazoo. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you for having us. Guys. Guys. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and Employees Only, presented to you by Mulcahy's Pub and Concert Hall. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram, at Mulcahy's Pub. The other socials aren't as important because I put most of my time and effort into the Insta. <laughs>